From Los Angeles, California, this is Burncast and I'm the bomb. Happy Tutu Tuesday and welcome to the show. In today's episode, we speak to Poncho Andy, Burncast's new music editor. You may remember him from an episode we did last season in which we discussed his project, Burning Do-Gooders, an L.A.-based collective of DJs, promoters, artists, performers, musicians, and activists, basically burners, dedicated to bringing the spirit of Burning Man, the event we love so much, out into the default world. Today, Poncho is going to review music by the Department of Mental Technology Labs, also known as DMT. But first, the Burncast Community Bulletin Board. First up, Burncast is pleased to announce the fundraiser party called Monkey in support of Peter Hudson's next playa installation called Homora Roboris. You may remember Peter's previous Burning Man masterpieces such as Sisyphus, in which mannequins seem to swim on the playa through the magic of a stroboscopic zoetrope. Peter also created Deeper, using the same zoetropic effect in which mannequins appear to dive into the playa. Well, now comes Homora Roboris, coming to Black Rock City this August. Monkey is a DJ benefit for the production of this latest project, taking place on Saturday, April 28th at San Francisco's Porn Palace. This project has received a generous grant from the Burning Man organization. However, they could use some more funds. They are asking for a $20 donation at the door. And to learn more about this project and the details about the Monkey Party, visit hudso.com. That's www.hudzo.com. Or click on our show notes at burncast.net for more information. And while you're at it, Burncast could also use a $20 donation. You see, Burncast is not funded by the Burning Man organization, and so we count on the support of our listeners to help us produce the show. To help us out, please click on the PayPal tab at our website, burncast.net. Second up on the Burncast Community Bulletin Board is an announcement that we are set to do an episode about The Mutator, and we need sound bite-sized stories. We've done interviews with Adam, Buck, Crunchy and Rue, and we have collected quick bits from other band members, but we'd love to hear more from fans and family, both former and current. Got a mutator story to share? Just like the band, anything goes, just remember to keep it short. Anyone that wants to add their voice can either call the Burncast hotline at 206-350-1416 or click on the My Chingo audio recorder at our website, burncast.net. This show airs next week, so be sure to call in or log in as soon as possible because we've got a deadline to make. Also, be sure to listen to the episode. It includes tracks from their upcoming album and a great interview with Mama Crunchy. Last up for the Burncast Community Bulletin Board is a request to help us put Burncast on the map by sticking a pin in our Frapper map. It's a fun and interactive way to let us know where our listeners are from. All you have to do is simply click on the Frapper button at our website, burncast.net. Okay, that wraps up the Burncast Community Bulletin Board. We'd like to end by asking you to support Burncast, and although we always could use a financial donation, there are many, many, many non-monetary ways in which you can support our show. To learn more, click on the Support tab at our website, burncast.net. 
And now we begin our review of DMT Labs with our music critic, Poncho Andy. Our guest today is Poncho Andy. And Poncho, we've interviewed you before for Burning Do Gooders. Do you remember that? That's right, yeah. How'd that go? Uh, it went really well. We raised, uh, if I remember correctly, 860 something dollars. Uh, you mean that one night that we did for uh, yeah, the, just, just, my friend's place? Yeah, just that one night for my friend's place. We raised, you know, I was I was hoping we'd raise $1,000. We came pretty close. Yeah, so, that's really good. Yeah, for, for one night on a Sunday night, I think we did quite well. Um, we haven't had any other events since then. I've just been, you know, life has taken over. and I've just gotten busy with a lot of other stuff. But, I mean, hopefully we'll be able to do another one again sometime in the near future. Cool. Okay, so Poncho Andy is your playing name. How did you get it? Shortly after I moved to L.A., which was about eight years ago, I went to a blacklight Mardi Gras party uh, that was thrown by a, a camp called the Debbie Petting Zoo that I believe is now defunct. I borrowed from my then-girlfriend a uh, fluorescent pink poncho that we had found in a thrift store. It was pretty much the brightest thing in the room of several hundred people <laughs> under black light yes so a lot of people remembered the poncho in fact a lot of times they they wouldn't even really remember me but i would mention <laughs> you know when i met you i was wearing this pink poncho and they would go oh the poncho <laughs> so the name sort of came from the uh the wardrobe accessory Okay. And and stuck after that. And I, I still have the poncho. I do break it out on special occasions. Oh, maybe we can get a picture to embed in this podcast, maybe? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, it's cool. in the closet. <laughs> um, how is your playa persona different from your default life? I don't really have a playa persona these days, I guess. But once upon a time, I guess, um, you know, the playa persona dyed bright orange hair and was a little bit of a raver. <laughs> I guess, you know, I've, I've started DJing, so I guess maybe, you know, some of my, my playa persona I associate now with my with my DJ persona, such as it is. But And is Panchande or G DJ name? Yeah, that is that's that wound up being the name I use as a DJ too. But I don't really have a persona I, as such that I that I have on the playa, I don't think. I mean I'm pretty much just me. Uh, what was your first year at Burning Man, and how did you hear about it? Uh, my first year at Burning Man was 98. I heard about it through several different groups of friends, actually. Um, a friend of mine from high school who lived in the Bay Area had gone a couple times and told me about it. A friend of mine from college from the Bay Area told me about it. A girl I was dating in Boston had gone one year and came back raving about how great it was. I think my first experience with it was I actually went to a warehouse party in San Francisco in 97, and um, was sort of, you know, had my mind blown at that a little bit. Like, you Were know, you Poncho Andy? No, you weren't. No, I, I, was, I was just Andy Herman <laughs> from Somerville, Massachusetts. <laughs> and really had no idea what I was getting myself into, but was just immediately like, I, I have to go to this thing at least once just to see what it's like. And, um, and I got hooked. So I mean, how many years have you been going? I've been since then, I've been six times. And what brings you back? The art, the community. Drink. Yep. Oh, oh, right. There it is. We almost missed the, the community that time. <laughs> Uh, oh, now we're up to speed. Uh, you know, but and and just the um, 
just the the creative energy of it. I mean, you know, there there's really no other event, you know, and and I mean, LA now has a a really active burner community and there are tons of events throughout the year, but none of them are really, I think, a, a substitute for the for the main attraction and just the scale of it and just the number of people and the number of projects that all sort of get crammed into that one seven day period is just I mean it's it's unbelievable so okay do you have any advice for newcomers or any wisdom for old timers or both um for newcomers I guess my only advice is try not to bring expectations of of what you're going to get out of Burning Man try to go with some expectations of what you're going to put into or contribute to Burning Man and whatever that is, however small it is, um, the event will pay you back in ways that you can't imagine. At least that's been my experience. And as far as the old timers go, I don't know. I, I think this is true. I say this as advice to myself <laughs> as much as to anyone else. But, you know, try not to um, be so jaded. You know, it's, it's hard sometimes. Just try to, you know, remember that... You know, however, however many annoyances may come with with each successive wave of newbies, that it's still a pretty amazing event, and all of those newbies bring fresh energy that keeps it going, and we need them. <laughs> it's okay. not it's not all about the old timers. <laughs> so you don't believe that Burning Man was better when? No. No. Okay. It's just different. I don't think it's better or worse. It's just it's just evolving. Okay. Let's talk about music for a minute. Will you talk to me about Burning Man music and then go ahead and talk sure. about Sure. Well, I guess, you know, just maybe to justify my existence here, I should just say that I've, I've been a music critic and writer and editor. I work for a, a music website in my, my real world job for a, a website called Artist Direct. So I guess the reason that you invited me to be in on this, right, is just because, you know, I have... I, I'd like to think a little bit of background of, of just being a music critic, basically. Well, and Which I, I hate that word critic, but that's that's maybe there's uh, a music, uh, a, a, a professional fanatic and appreciator of music. So <laughs> maybe a better way to put it. Well, it's funny. Um, I've selected you because you are a burner. But it's funny because a few years back, I was looking up um, a music review on Lemon Jelly and you came up. And I did not know that's a, that's what you did. And I'm like, there's only one Andy Herman, and that I know him, so that's how I. That's came. that's me, and that's kind of, and that that was actually kind of what led to a, a lot of things, and including my, you know, becoming a DJ. I mean, some of that was was me being exposed to burner culture and meeting other people who were already DJs, but some of that was also just even before I started DJing, I already had a, a huge collection of music and it sort of gravitated towards a lot of different styles of electronic music and you know and, and started spinning what for lack of a better term is called down tempo which basically just means any kind of predominantly electronic music that's that's at slower than a like a house music tempo like okay you know 100 less than 120 beats per minute okay thereabouts but yeah, so I mean, even before I even before I started attending Burning Man, you know, I was I had been doing I'd worked in the music industry and worked as a as a music writer and music critic. So that was kind of what led me to, um, you know, getting interested in in finding out more about 
becoming a DJ and then also kind of finding out more about just the, the music at Burning Man and the music associated with kind of the whole Burning Man community. <laughs> All right, so that, oops, oh, we're broken. There we go, wait. You'll have to patch that one in later. Yeah, right there. <laughs> what do you think? Is there a Burning Man sound? I th- kind of, although, you know, it's it's hard to pin down, which is a good thing. But, I mean, I guess it's, if you could say there's a Burning Man sound, it's definitely a mix of tribal music, you know, music that's based around percussion, but also, obviously, a lot of electronic music and, and specifically breakbeat electro psychedelic trance a little bit sort of sort of a mishmash of all those different sounds kind of coming together although what's kind of interesting and and the band we're going to talk about is also incorporating elements of things like hip-hop and reggae and jamaican dance hall and 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 just sort of straight up just pop music and kind of just jam band party music you know and all of that's kind of getting thrown into the mix so so, I mean, there's there's a bass sound in kind of this, like, electronic tribal percussive sound that you'll hear a lot on the playa. But the nice thing is that it's it's diversifying, and there's more and more groups that are starting to just be a hodgepodge of a whole bunch of different styles in kind of really interesting and creative ways, which is great. I mean, that's, you know, and that's sort of part of the nice thing about Burning Man is that all of the art there, the visual art and the, the sound and the music is is kind of a hodgepodge, you know, that there's there's not one dominant aesthetic. People kind of mix and match whatever they possibly can from as many different areas as they can. I'm, are, you know where you've been going to Burning Man enough to know that the, the music camps are considered large-scale art, a sound art. Right. What do you think of that as a term, s- sound art? Well, it depends on, I, I think some camps earn that and maybe some don't. I think um, (laughs) if, you know, if if all you're really doing is just dragging a big ass sound system out there and and uh, and opening it up to a a bunch of different DJs playing a, a bunch of different styles of music and not always playing them well, then, you know, you're a sound camp, but I'm not sure if you're sound art necessarily. But there are definitely some camps that that do a really good job of like creating a, a specific vibe and a, and a specific sound that that's kind of associated with their camp. And you know, when those camps come along, and some of them are associated with a band, you know, the the obvious one that everyone knows being Mutator, mm-hmm. and then some of them are associated with with a, a group of DJs. You know, there's there's a, a couple of San Francisco crews in particular, Space Cowboys, who've been going for years, who have a very distinct sound that their group of DJs does. From Southern California, Moon Tribe has done camps several years, and they have kind of a very specific sound associated with them. A really fun camp called The Deep End that just plays kind of just fun, funky party house music that I think most people wouldn't think of as art necessarily, but there is an art to it. I mean, you know, there's an art to just creating the sound of a good party, and they're kind of experts at doing that, I think. So... Well, there's a movement within the sound art community to request support from the Burning Man organization, just as they fund other art projects to fund sound art. Do you think it's worthwhile to fund sound art? That's really interesting. I hadn't heard about that, and it hadn't really ever occurred to me as an idea. Because currently, the I, Burning Man organization does not fund it and does not plan to. Well, I mean, I, I can't really say for certain, you know, what 
what Larry Harvey and company like as far as their musical tastes go, I would suspect that you won't find most of them out at the 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock camps (laughs) at 4 o'clock in the morning dancing their asses off. So I could see where that would be kind of a hard sell to convince them that that some of those camps qualify as sound art. But yeah, I mean, I, I... actually think that's a valid argument. I mean, certainly the the expense of mounting some of those sound camps and bringing all of that equipment out there and setting it up and maintaining it over the course of the week against all the elements, there's a lot of cost that goes into that. I mean, I know some camps that spend upwards of $10,000 on getting, you know, and I'm sure there's camps that spend more. I mean, those are just people I've talked to. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the camps, just judging from the scale of them, I can imagine that their probably, their cost probably runs higher than that. And yeah, they don't have access to any grant money for that. And yet, I mean, are they contributing to the overall experience of the event? Absolutely. You know, so why not? Yeah, yeah I think it's a great idea. Okay, cool. I'm, I was interested to know what you thought. I didn't mean that to be a curveball, but no, I was, I was I, you know, and there's there's different. I mean, also, you know, people when they talk about music at Burning Man, they tend to emphasize, you know, the the live sort of performance oriented bands like Mutator. They tend to emphasize the big DJ camps, but I mean, there's also stuff that has a different. You know, like there's a lot of camps that there are sort of chill out spaces. You know, where there's there's ambient music. You know, and that. I think is is a perfectly legitimate form of sound art. I mean, maybe it's sound and visual. Maybe it's it's a combination of the two. But you know, I, I think sure that there should be you know anyone who's who's a composer who wants to you know collaborate on a project that involves like a predominantly sonic component to it. You know, should have access to the same funding as a visual artist should. Okay, well, cool. So you, um, I threw at you a bunch of submissions for Burning Man musicians yep. to review, and you decided to select a certain band, and I um, want you to say who it was and why. The band that um, that I guess we're going to talk about and play some samples of is uh, called DMT, which uh, stands for Department of Mental Technology. And the thing that stood out for me about DMT and um, I guess I should say, hopefully we're going to do more than one of these. So hopefully this isn't the only band we're going to talk about. It's not like they won a contest or something. No, here, we're definitely going to be doing yeah. more music. You are the official Burncast music editor. Awesome. <laughs> I'll be back. Um, but I think DMT is a great band to start with because I think they're kind of an interesting example of a band that definitely does fall within the the sort of, for lack of a better term, stereotypical Burning Man sound. But kind of brings their own flavor to that and their kind of their own spin on it and and also just executes it really well. I mean, I think, you know, if you listen to some of the music on their website, I think anyone would say that that it's extremely like well produced, you know, well orchestrated music that, you know, happens to be, you know, it is it is very much within that Burning Man style that I talked about earlier of, you know, kind of tribal electro breakbeat. Um, maybe a little bit of psytrance, you know, but they but they do it really well. And then the thing that I think is kind of cool is that they do add some new elements to it that that you don't normally associate with Burning Man bands. Like what? They use a lot of sort of Jamaican dub and dancehall style vocals. 
Um, they use uh, rappers sometimes. They have guest rappers in some of their tracks. They have one track that that has a, a Ren and Stimpy sample, um, you know. So they're they're obviously they they kind of bring a, a sense of humor and playfulness to their music that I think sometimes a lot of the music at Burning Man is a little guilty sometimes of taking itself too seriously, and it's kind of nice to hear a band that that I mean it's it's a it's well crafted, well made music. I mean they're not frivolous in their approach obviously but they also at the same time are having fun with it and not taking it too seriously which is great so are we going to play yeah. some samples yeah. from them at this point or what's, what's if the... there's um you want to set up you want to set up a, uh-huh. a song that we could yeah i mean i think the first track i wanted to to use as an example is is a track called calibrator um, and I should mention that all of these tracks, actually, they've, they have made MP3s of all these tracks available on their website, which is dmtlabs.com. So if you like what you're going to hear, go to dmtlabs.com and you can hear more of it. Or you can go to the Burncast website and click on our show notes. Even better. <laughs> go there first. But, um, but like this track Calibrator, for example, I think anyone who is familiar with, for example, another maybe better known musical figure within the Burning Man community is uh, uh, is DJ Lauren, also known as Bass Nectar. And you're, you'll definitely hear a kind of Bass Nectar style in this track. I mean, it's, it's very trippy and has a lot of really thick kind of rib cage rattling bass lines in it um, and a little bit of a hip-hop influence in some of the tempos and the, the the rhythms and the drum tracks but then you'll also hear like I said that there there is definitely there's there's a vocal track in it that it's very heavily processed but you can kind of hear like a little bit of like a reggae dance hall vibe going on in it too which is pretty cool so we'll play a sample of calibrator and here we go
Big it, just did this up my tears I'm the best of my sweater All of my love I use a jar in my figure I'm many people I come together Like the birds of a figure Many people come together Celebrating as one One cut one in my one destination I build my heart up on a righteous foundation Walking your life to gain a better education Seeking for your love in everything that made well and like I said, I mean, you know, obviously what DMT is doing here maybe isn't completely unique within the Burning Man scene, but it's really well executed and it's it it does add kind of a dash of of some new elements to it. Um, it's fresh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And another thing that I really like about them, like I said, is that they definitely have a really playful quality to their music as well. And the next track I was going to play is called Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy. <laughs> okay. And as you're about to hear, it begins with a Ren and Stimpy sample and kind of spins off from there into uh, all kinds of weird territory. I mean, this one even has kind of almost like a pop chorus to it. And, um, you know, which which again, like in a, a, a Burning Man music scene that sometimes almost I think maybe is a little too concerned with being crazy and weird and experimental it's kind of nice to hear a band that you know is willing to take like a very obvious pop culture sample and kind of build like a pop hook and a pop chorus around it but it does still definitely have this kind of weird crazy trippy playa vibe to it at the same time okay so we'll play a sample of that okay let's listen it's a record of my favorite song it's called Happy Happy Joy Joy. Uh-uh. <laughs> 
That was fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And you've you've heard these before, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, what I'm they, I, about. That, how I found out about DMT. I know they're an LA-based band. I'm from LA, but they were camped on Esplanade near my camp last year, and they were giving out free CDs. And that's oh, cool. I, yeah. mm-hmm. Right on. So, and then the third track I was gonna play shows. More, a little more overtly some of their hip-hop influences. It mentions on their website, and unfortunately I, I couldn't find a sample of this, but they say that they've worked with Cool Keith, who, um, I don't know if people know who Cool Keith is, but he's also sometimes works under the name Dr. Octagon. But he is actually a, um, I mean, it's pretty awesome when you can say you worked with Cool Keith. I mean, he's a hugely influential rapper, more kind of known in underground rap circles than mainstream, but has been around for a long time and done a lot of like really like pretty crazy out there progressive stuff in in hip hop. So it's cool that they worked with him. The track that we're going to play is one of a couple tracks on their website that features another rapper named MC Kid, <laughs> uh, who is best known uh, from a hip-hop duo called Kid and Play. <laughs> from the 80s, right? From the late 80s, early 90s. You might remember Kid sort of had the world's greatest high-top fade. <laughs> He had he had a, a basically it was like a afro that's kind of shaped like a pencil eraser. I mean it was just crazy. But he's also a really good rapper, as you will hear on this track. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> I 
broadcasting live and direct from deep inside the state of confusion. Check the philosophy that the kid is introducing. Like T Mac hooping, the adrenaline rush when you boosting. It seems we got a problem, Houston. I'm only here for the protection of the youth and trying to give your ass a lethal injection of the truth. And that happened every time my ass gets a flexing in the booth. I'm vexing all you fools for the wretched and abuse. Congratulations, tell me why aren't you enthused? You inspire hatred every time we watch the news The flames are getting higher, we ain't got much time to lose You claim you sing the gospel, but all we hear is the blues And the thrill is gone How you gonna keep explaining to mom and dad That the little Jack and Jill is gone You know the twist the facts just like a pretzel Long as there's breath in my body, I can't let you I won't retire The only way you could get me higher Is with a song from the choir The truth, the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth is on fire I won't retire The only way you could get me higher Is with a song from the choir The truth, the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth is on fire Freedom all that people want, them say they want freedom Every night and every day, them say they want freedom All around the world, them say they want freedom Freedom, freedom, freedom Riot. No more quiet, taking them down like David did Goliath Give them one shot to the dome, ain't no stopping this zone For every last box that comes home, there's a dream that it died For a scheme and a lie, it get a mother so mad sometimes I fiend to get high But it's clear I gotta maintain, when did this shit become a part of the game Turning my brain into a mainframe It's time to change lanes, or maybe change your vision Change your mind, whatever you figure, nigga, that's your decision They claiming God's word, they want a Christian nation But I can't have salvation without a donation I'm tired of being patient, you know my pulse is racing Possessing wisdom of the ancient African persuasion The human spirit is amazing And then the final equation, do we really ever know our destination? They're all liars, they'll do anything to save the empire Again, another song from the wire The truth, the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth is all on fire. They're all liars, they'll do anything to save the empire. Again, another song from the choir. The truth, the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth is on fire. Freedom. All that people want, them say they want freedom. Every night and every day, them say they want freedom. All around the world. Say them want freedom, 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 freedom.
Do you know the name of this track that you want to play? I can show you. Oh, okay, I we can, don't book okay. Yeah, but and that was really all I I that was as far as I got with you know talking about. It. I mean, I guess the only other thing we can really mention about the band and you talked about this is that you know they're it's worth hearing the stuff on their website and that's worth if you get a chance trying to hear them live. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know if they're going to be on the playa again this year, but I, I hope they will be. I know that they, they did, they had an Esplanade camp last year. Apparently their live vibe is is a little different than, than what you hear on their website. There's a lot more live instrumentation. They have live dancers. It is quite a show. There are some video clips on the site, and it looks like quite a show. And um, and one of the other things that's kind of cool about them is that they are in the spirit of Burning Man. They're they're a very participatory band. I mean, if you go on their website, one of the cool things that they have is that they actually have some video clips on there that break down dance moves that their dancers do for specific songs. So if you want to boogie, learn the dance moves <laughs> to, for example, their song Brain Scan. You can go on the website, watch a video that shows you the dance moves and counts them out, and you can get up on stage and join in with the dancers. I, at least I think that's how they do it. <laughs> you know, so that's pretty great, too. That's kind of a fun element that they add. Okay, cool. Well, my guest today has been Poncho Andy. He's the contributing Burncast music editor. Is there anything you want to say before we roll out? Just thanks for inviting me to do this. It's really fun. Okay, and we'll look forward to other reviews from you. Thank you very much. Thank you. You have been listening to Burncast, a podcast spreading the flames about the art, culture, and community of Burning Man. For more information, please visit burncast.net. To contact us, please call the Burncast hotline at 206-350-1416 or click on the MyChingo audio recorder at our website. You can also send us an email at burncast at gmail.com. A very special thanks to Lecter of NoSpectators.com for hosting these podcasts. Uh, 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 uh.